Episode 151 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delis Lafrenette, voted Best of Montreal year after year with five great locations, including Brossard on Tashero Boulevard on the South Shore, just across the bridge from Montreal, four Montreal Island locations. Check them out this weekend when you're headed out, preparing for maybe a Christmas party or hosting. Once again, this year during the holidays, it's Les Delis Lafrenette. This is the drive-by with Freeway Frank. The drive-by podcast is brought to you by Own Space. What's going on, Freeway Frank? Tuesday edition of the drive-by podcast. Hope you're doing okay. So Christmas is around the corner. Could really feel the tension. It's not just me, right? People are extra agitated. They're on edge. They're, as we say, poker term, tilting for no reason. There's a sense of stress and frustration in their in their voices, mostly because people are getting anxious about seeing people that they don't necessarily want to see. That's number one. So they get anxious about that. Then there's the hosting stress. If you're having people over for Christmas, you have to prepare and you don't want to be criticized. You want to make sure you have a lot of great food and everything comes out right, whether you're cooking Christmas turkey or whatever tradition, whatever foods you're preparing, you want to make sure everybody enjoys the meal. And then there's people running around the house, kids running around, grandparents complaining, Seeing family members, that must be the the toughest part. And not because you don't love your family and not because you don't want to spend time with them, but maybe there's some family members you don't want to see. There's always an aunt that opens up her big mouth and says something extremely insulting, like you gained weight. This is a big one. A lot of people not ready for this because, you know, maybe they've been working out all year, exercising posting their 10 to 15 to 20 kilometer walks every day and their 20,000 steps. And then your aunt walks into the house and says something about your weight. Oh, uh, did you put on weight? After everything you've done on your body, everything you've worked on, she doesn't even notice you lost weight. You're still fat to her. You will always be fat because that's what she has in her mind. And then there's the uncle that blurts out something inappropriate, says something that is borderline I don't want to say the word, but I'm not saying he's hitting on any of the young girls around the house, but says something that just doesn't come out right. You know what I'm talking about. And then you're like, ew, it's that uncle. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Creepy. So many people don't look forward to the holidays. For some, fights break out. And some people have this high expectation of Christmas of Hanukkah, whatever they're celebrating, right? They want it to be so perfect. And that's the way we are as human beings. We want everything to be so perfect that the minute something happens or takes a wrong turn, there's drama. And I hear about about it every year. Now, I've been part of some drama in the past. It's been a while, but there's always something that comes up, right? And uh, maybe it's a younger member of the family, whatever the case is. But now I find as the years go by and people get more mature and grow up, there's less of that. There's always something. I remember even growing up, you know, my, my, my dad arguing with his sisters and there's always something. I, don't, I just, I don't, I never understood as a kid, like what the heck is going on here? But it truly is 
the stress of the holidays and some people don't appreciate the effort that's put forth. So a lot of people right now, they're in, uh, well, they're going to be in crisis mode soon, but they're in that, you know, two weeks away period where they just know that it's coming. And a lot of people don't look forward to the holidays. I remember my mom, as years went by, she had all these great memories <laughs> of past Christmas celebrations with certain family members and, and not her family members in, in Italy. Uh, let's just put it this way. And so she has these great memories that uh, I guess they scarred her for life. And with every holiday that came, she never looked forward to the holidays. And when my dad was alive, and today actually happens to be my dad's birthday. He, he passed away a long time ago. And so like my dad, as the years went by, Christmas was always stressful. He, he ate the meal. He criticized something about the meal. And then he'd go lie down on his favorite chair and fall asleep. And then at some point he'd wake up and it wasn't even midnight yet. And he wanted to go home. I guess that's what happens when we all get older, right? Not everybody, not everybody. Now, my culture is special that way, especially an older generation. They're, they're brought up a certain way. They get cranky around the holidays. They get stuffed. They have a few drinks. They say things they don't want to say. Boom, then they want to go home to bed. Yeah, it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a, heck, of a heck of a time of the, of the year. And the funny thing is, everyone can relate to this because everyone's gone through it at least in my culture, at least once. And I hear it, for, you name it, cultures across the board. So it's the time of the year when people start visiting your home. You start visiting people's homes, friends, get-togethers, family get-togethers. And then we're setting ourselves up for what? Well, everyone subsequently getting depressed in January. January happens to be one of the most depressing months on the calendar for mental health. Hence why, you know, don't worry, and media corporations pop up in the month of January and uh, try to save the day with, uh, with a let's talk platform. And then it's okay after that by the end of the month. But, you know, one of the toughest times is the first few weeks of January. It's winter, especially in the Northern Hemisphere. It's cold, it's freezing. You just had a, a bunch of get-togethers and parties. Maybe you had a great time, maybe you had an awful time, and then it's like, oh, it's a brand new year. You know, it's the climax, right? Everybody, when you're young, you're anticipating the new year. Midnight, being with somebody, making out, starting a whole year, you know, a whole, a whole new year, fresh, and that this is gonna be the year, and then it disappoints. It always disappoints because we're, we're human, and nothing is perfect. And, and a lot of humans seek perfection. And as somebody who is a perfectionist, I'll be the first to admit it. So I've been disappointed many times by New Year's Eve. Except for the New Year's Eve, I, I officially began, I guess, dating my wife. We happened to be at Chaos. Remember Chaos? His, his house. He was a singer, songwriter, rapper. Remember Crab in a Bucket? And uh, the man I used to be. Back into the man I used to be. Remember chaos? Okay. So we happened to be at his New Year's Eve party when my wife and I made it official back when I lived in Toronto. Anyway, that, that's a side note, but I used to love chaos. He'd be great on the podcast, by the way. I gotta, I gotta get him here to Montreal. So you have this anticipation for a new year of fireworks, you know, the, the clock turns, the apple drops in New York City, and then even as the crowds disperse in New York City and you're watching it from Times Square, maybe you're there live or maybe you're at a club or a party or wherever you are, somebody's house, you get home that night and you start to feel it. You start to feel it. And then the depression kicks in a few days after. And for some people, it's serious. It's, it's not a laughing matter. It's serious depression. And for others, it's just that 
depressive state that they'll go in because it's after the holidays and it's very normal. But it's a sad time of the year for a lot of people. A lot of people don't get to spend time with their family. A lot of people don't have the money to buy gifts or get their kids what they want necessarily. Times are tough and it's not easy. And I don't want to spin this whole conversation now into a completely depressing one. But it's not all fun and games for everyone. People go through a tough time at this this time of the year on the calendar. So I think the thing we need to remember the most, the bright side here, is to have a good time. And uh, you can talk, but talking less about the things that don't matter. Because <laughs> there's always a brother-in-law that knows more, a sister-in-law that's going to yap, 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 yap. Say something about your cooking uh, or, the, you know, the cookies are not quite the same as you made them last time. Or, you know, they'll, they'll say something under their breath and uh, they'll have a few more drinks, tequila, tequilas. And they're starting the night, you know, as soon as somebody says, let's start the night with grappa shots or tequila and all, you know, it's not going to end well. Somebody's going to say something they're not supposed to. So, look, I hope everybody has a great holiday season, but let's manage the expectations And just realize, and you start to realize this as you get older, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The holiday season is just like any other time of the year. The only only difference is that you're seeing more people and you're drinking and eating more and uh, your stomach and body feels it. (laughs) And the older you get, you you can't quite drink and eat the way you used to. And you start, you know, it, it makes everybody nostalgic, right? And for me, and I'm sure for you as well, holidays... In this case, Christmas brings back all the memories from when I was a kid. And I had a lot of great memories with my grandmother and families getting together and my aunts and uncles and all that. You know, when I was naive and didn't know better about anything. And it was just having family over and enjoying our time together. And I think what we lost a couple of years ago, having not celebrated Christmas with our families because what the world went through, which was... um, A complete, uh, yeah, I don't want to go back down that road. I was going to say complete disappointment, but uh, I think you know how I feel about that. And so now we we don't take it for granted anymore. Have a good time, enjoy yourself, and realize that every family, every person you know, every person, it doesn't matter if their Christmas is perfect this year. Something else is not going to go right at some point. But I'm willing to bet there's always some kind of drama at everyone's Christmas party, whether it's out and everybody's aware of it or whether people are keeping it in because two people are not talking to each other or this side of the family hates this side of the family or whatever. No, you're not in it alone. Episode 151. And I'm going to say this now because it makes sense to say this now because I'm talking about Christmas. Usually I do the uh, sponsor mention a little bit later in the podcast, but I'm going to mention it now because I was just talking about Christmas and this year at Christmas, get your Christmas baskets at La Frenet, especially my location on Tashro Boulevard in Brossard on the South Shore. Last weekend I was there, Kim was making some amazing Christmas baskets. They throw in the batchy chocolate, bottles of, um, of wine or um, panettone. They have a wide assortment of panettones, including I saw the Poli one, the Dolce Gabbana. One year I picked up the Gucci panettone, by the way. Yeah, thanks to Anthony, he hooked me up with the, the Gucci panettone. That panettone is is 200 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. It was in the, in the last year or the year before, okay? 
I'm not one of those guys that's ever going to drop that kind of money on a panettone, yet alone sometimes something that's designer. And you're and you're looking at it going, okay, like I'm not in my 20s or 30s anymore. It doesn't really matter. And uh, yeah, these jeans will go. I don't need to buy these these other jeans because they cost 600 bucks more. I have to say that the Gucci panettone <laughs> that I had a couple of years ago was absolutely phenomenal. I, I mean, I can't explain how good it was. And it was small. I mean, and if you're the person spending the money on it, uh, then I, I'm sorry. You know, I feel bad for you. But somebody else brings it to your party, to your Christmas party. Uh, definitely have a bite because it's it's delicious. But my favorite is the poly one, which is like the, the grappa. Poly panettone is amazing. So you're going to get hooked up with all of the most amazing bakery and Italian goods uh, direct from Italy at the newly expanded store in Brossard. And as I mentioned, custom cakes, maybe for the holiday season, the holiday cakes that they have as well. They, they've got it all. It's your one-stop shop at Les Delices Lafrenet and your panettones and baskets. You're going to get hooked up there. Remember, Les Delices Lafrenet Brossard this year and the other four Montreal locations in St. Leonard, Rosemere, Point Claire, Montreal West. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. Hélène Boudreau, I am Heli, is a Quebec influencer and OnlyFans star. Some call her a porn star. She's on OnlyFans. Yeah, she's done. I mean, there's no doubt about it. She's done porn as well. So it's not like you're insulting her by saying that. She knows what she does, and she's an adult star. And you may remember her from her University of uh, Zucam days here in Montreal, University of Quebec, à Montréal, where she became famous after taking off her top her graduation robe, basically, and then her uh, her massive breasts were exposed, and then she became like uh, overnight a big media story. And then the university tried to to sue her, and I guess for making giving them a bad image or whatever. And then they dropped the whole case, and then she started doing um, OnlyFans, and she became uh, influencers. She became huge. Okay, huge here, up here, and huge. As in uh, a star in Quebec, she ended up uh, going on uh, Tout le monde en parle, which is a big Quebec TV show that airs on Sunday. Anyone and everyone who's someone from Quebec ends up on that show. And so she's, uh, she's become really popular over the years. And there's something about her besides, you know, obviously the way she looks. She, she's sexy. She's an attractive woman. She's about 30 years old. Besides all that. Uh, there's something uh, about her that is interesting besides all that, okay? Like, she's just an interesting, she has a personality, she has a story, obviously. I guess there's a, a method to her madness, in a way, and it's not necessarily madness in a negative way, but there's a method to what she's doing. Like, in other words, she, whoever's behind her, <laughs> and I don't, no pun intended, uh, and I would imagine she has a lot to do with her career and what she puts out. <laughs> There's no fun intended again. She seems to know what she's doing, or at least who she's doing. Man, the jokes just write themselves. So, so she's now tilted half of Quebec, of the province of Quebec, with her latest publicity stunt, which I believe is a marketing genius. And she recently had her hymen reconstructed. So she could be a virgin again. When I first saw this, I started pissing my pants. I was like, first I laughed out loud going, oh, come on. Like it's like, can things get more and more ridiculous in 2023 in this world that we live in? What? 
And then when I thought about it, genius. It really is. For, for what she does, for what she's known for, for pushing her you know, social media accounts to the next level, for getting followers, for having uh, different brands collaborating with her. This is genius. She's had her hymen reconstructed because she wanted a full reset so she could be a virgin again. I'm not making this shit up. So basically, start over. She said this because she wanted she wanted a fresh start. I, I, I don't think she has any regrets. But and as I said, this has more to do with uh, marketing and just a, a, a genius way of promoting, I guess, her next chapter. More than anything, her having her actual hymen reconstructed, which I believe she did because she was showing scenes from a hospital. But then again, those scenes from a hospital could all be bullshit. And the, the operation was, was actually one of the many operations she's had because she's a klutz and she gets hurt constantly. She's fallen, she's broken her legs, uh, knee, uh, everything. You name it, she's, she's hurt herself. She, she's the first one to say she's a klutz, okay? So now whether this truly happened or not, I believe, I believe it did, but regardless, it's hilarious. So basically with this reset of her hymen, being reconstructed she uh those 42 she says she slept with 42 men uh that goes back to zero zero at the start so officially now she slept with nobody and then now she's running a contest for who wants to be the first to pop her cherry <laughs> yeah i have a lot of time on my hands i read these stories and see these stories on social media and online and it also hit the paper here in montreal where quebecers are <laughs> genuinely especially french quebecers uh, insulted by the fact that uh, she did this like they, they they're like basically she's giving them a bad name who's them well french french canadians which i think is stupid right because if you're offended like in other words if somebody says something stupid and they happen to be italian they give all italians a bad name so so why uh, that makes me automatically stupid and dumb or whatever like we discussed previously on this podcast like so because i have an italian last name that makes me a mobster that makes me a good fellow that makes me connected no but the journal de montreal i gotta find this article uh and then i'm gonna translate it from french to english because uh people are appalled that she's doing this and not funny to some people. And in, it's, it's enraging people. Uh, Hélène Boudreau is uh, proud to be a new virgin. Qui s'est fait connaître pour la, sa photo. Yes, we mentioned that. And uh, la suite de l'opération du uh, Ayman, qui d'ailleurs a été web diffusée le mois dernier. Okay, so this was um, done online, basically. There was a webcast of her hymen reconstructed, so I guess it is true. And she says she, uh, je voulais avoir une idée originale. She wanted an original idea for a contest, and I wanted to sell myself she admits for having a knack for marketing and this was her idea so she wanted to uh, de-virginize herself or re-virginize i should say herself <laughs> in front of thousands of spectators and then at some point uh, get de-virginized through a contest that she's now doing on her social media this is what i'm translating right now and this has a lot of quebecers complete I, I would imagine older quebecers and people who have whether this stuff wasn't happening years and years ago social media has brought this type of stuff to the next level so i, I guess there's just a lot of people that are bothered by everything this this woman does and and to me she doesn't bother me at all i actually find it entertaining 
And so Hélène Boudreau, I am Helly on Instagram, is uh, now a virgin again, from 42 to zero. She has slept with nobody, no men, who will be the first to sleep with her. And by the way, 42, funny enough, uh, that's the amount of men she slept with, but uh, that's uh, in the distant past now, is also the uh, ASCII code for the symbol, also known as the asterisk. The symbol is often thought to translate to anything and everything. In this instance, 42 equals everything and the meaning of life. So, I mean, now you're, you're, you're like, what the fuck is Frank talking about? Okay, if you were a fan of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy... A book series that I read years ago, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was number one. Life, the Universe, and Everything was number two. Uh, so Long and Thanks for All the, the, the Fish, I think, was number three. Anyway, great, great series written by Douglas Adams. It was a BBC audio series as well, radio drama. And then they, there was an original movie, and then they turned it into a movie like 15, 20 years ago, which I didn't think was good. But anyway, 42 is the answer. To life's ultimate question. Well, here's the part of the movie. When I first read this, I thought it was genius. And so this is one of my favorite scenes where I kind of was like, what? So I'm going to play a clip from it. Why not? Let's listen to it. Many millions of years ago, a race of hyper-intelligent, pan-dimensional beings got so fed up with the constant bickering about the meaning of life that they commissioned two of their brightest and best to design and build a stupendous supercomputer to calculate the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Oh, Deep Thought, we want you to tell us the answer. The answer to what? The answer to life, the universe, everything. We'd really like an answer, something simple. Hmm, you have to think about that. Return to this place in exactly seven and a half million years. Is it finished? I don't know, there's more, there's more. They go back. What, seven and a half million years later? That's right, they do. for you? Yes, but you're not going to like it. It doesn't matter. We must know it. All right. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is... Forty-two. Yes, yes, I thought it over quite thoroughly. It is, it's 42. Robin! It would have been simpler, of course, to have known what the actual question was. But it was the question. The ultimate question. Of everything. That's not a question. Only when you know the question will you know what the answer means. So there you go. 42 is the answer to the ultimate question. And it just so happens uh, to be the amount of men that Hélène Boudreau admits to having slept with but that doesn't matter anymore because she's down to zero now yep it's a slow day 
Hey, look, I could stop doing the podcast if you want, take a whole month break, but that's what most podcasters do. You know, the Christmas holidays come along. They're like, okay, now we're going to enjoy our family time and all that. And uh, we're going to do a podcast again on March 7th. Uh, Be listening back and they think the audience is still going to be there with them. Well, no. Uh, the, The minute you give up on the audience... The audience looks at you and says, well, you don't have time to entertain me. I don't have time to listen anymore. I'm not going to let you down. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. I'm always here ready to podcast. And so it doesn't matter. Even during the Christmas holidays, I will be here podcasting. You'll be, you'll be in your car. You'll be exercising. You'll say, yeah, you'll be exercising all those desserts that uh, you said you wouldn't have this year during the Christmas holidays. And hopefully you'll have the podcast on. So how how much would it suck if you went to Spotify or Apple and I wasn't there? Like, I didn't have time to put out a show. Uh, no, I, I, no, that's not me. I'm not lazy. And I thank you very much for being on the other side. It really means a lot to me. I thought of this just a couple of days ago, and I said, hey, I'm going to ask people, who would you like to see on a future episode of The Drive-By? There are a whole bunch of great personalities and people who have stopped by, but if you have any ideas... There are people you would like to see or hear on this podcast. Please reach out. I would love to hear from you. DM me at Freeway Frank on Instagram or Twitter. Episode 151 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Dédis Lafrenet. I mentioned the Christmas baskets available now for you. This is perfect. And, you know, that's one thing you're not going to re-gift. If somebody gives you a Christmas basket from Lafrenet, you're not giving it to anyone else. You're going to uh, yeah, you're gonna divulge that on your own. You're going to drink whatever's in there. You're going to eat whatever's in there. But you know what people do with Christmas baskets? If there are things in the Christmas baskets they don't like, or even things that they might like, there might be four or five different things. They might take those five things out of the Christmas basket that they received and give it as five gifts to p- other people. I don't do this, but I've heard people do this now. Nonetheless... <laughs> That's my conspiracy theory of the week. I was going to say of the day. No, probably of the week or maybe of the month. No more conspiracy theories. So Les Delices Lafrenet, your Christmas baskets, your custom cakes. Yes, Christmas logs. Yes, five Montreal locations. The Hub, an original location in St. Leonard, Rosemary, Point Claire, Montreal West, and the newly expanded store with a grocery section now, deli, custom cake section, frozen cake section, pastries, Coffee, they've got it all. Pizzas, it's sandwiches, it's Les Delices Lafrenet Brossard. Thank you for listening into this episode. Five Star on Spotify. Review or comment on Apple. You can check it out anywhere. It's everywhere and everywhere. Amazon, Podbean, Google, TuneIn, literally everywhere. Just put in the drive-by podcast and it should, it will show up. It's Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace.